Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 2.17. So I hated life, because what is done under the sun was grievous to me, for all is vanity, and a striving after when. Have you guys noticed that this vanity word keeps popping up? It's easy to skip over these verses, since it's an idea you've already seen in the second verse of the book. Remember how we broke down the book in the beginning? Part 1 is the poetic thesis. It's telling you what the book is about. From then on out, we're in part 2, the prose method, or perhaps the argument, explaining how what's asserted in the first few verses is true. When we encounter vanity verses, treat them as punctuations. They mark the end of examples where Solomon tried to find purpose and failed. In short, they state, yes, this too isn't a good answer. They act both as general reminders of what we read in the start of the book, and as transitions to the next dismantlement of meaning. So with that said, let's look back at chapter 2 today. What have we learned so far? We can break this chapter into two parts. Part 1 is verses 1 through 11, and part 2 is verses 12 through 17. Remember how this chapter starts? Solomon decides to test his heart with pleasure, cheering his heart with wine, and throwing himself into good works. He achieves more than anyone else before him, looks on all the pleasure and good works that will be left behind when he dies, and says, Vanity. Solomon then says, ah, but if meaning can't be found here, then surely it's in living a wise life. He wakes up because he begins to think about his legacy, what his children will do after he is gone. The great part about being wise, that's right, you can see what's coming. The bad part about being wise, you still die like all the other idiots. So why does this make Solomon hate life? Well, he hits the big parts of how most of us find meaning. You can't enjoy, work, or reason your way out of the world's suffering. Remember the end of verse 1? Solomon had been applying wisdom to find purpose in everything under the sun. It wasn't until that failed that he started again his search in earnest. Why is this failure especially potent for Solomon? Many of us are content to live with suffering if it means we can make the future better for others. Manuel was a carpenter at the construction company I worked for. He was a first-generation immigrant who put two daughters through college, one who even interned with us. He did all kinds of labor, even carrying five-gallon buckets of concrete in each hand up flight of stairs to pour a concrete slab. Why? For a better future for his children. Remember verse 12? For what can the man do who comes after the king? That's why Solomon hated life. Not only would it be miserable for him, but he now realizes he can't do anything to make it meaningful for his family as well. Now I'll permit. I can buy that philosophy. But who of us looks at a life like Manuel and says, it wasn't a purposeful life? Why does that shocking disconnect between intellect and wisdom exist? Perhaps because there is more to the story. Perhaps there is indeed a God who is willing to secure a brighter future for his children. When we act on that knowledge, our souls sing and worship. If you liked what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog post sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page on my website to read short stories I've recently published in journals such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks, and have a great rest of your day.